2: Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on the show, we're going to take a look back at Monday Night Football. Are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back? Are the Bucs back, ready to take the reins of the NFC? We'll get into all of that here. Plus, some lazy broadcasting was on display. Somebody in that game also looks like Sam the Eagle. I had no idea who the hell Sam the Eagle was until LeVar brought it up. We also got Baker Mayfield, who's got a red ass again. Jim Irsay is handing out cash with an autograph on it. We got a Coach on the hot seat, and it's getting even warmer. And we've got ourselves another conspiracy in the world of football. All of that is yours next year. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Lavar, Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox,
0: and you on FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: are they back? We've got somebody convinced they are. We will get into all of that coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app and you can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. Hanging out until 9 a.m. Eastern time 6 o'clock Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio and as Brady Quinn pointed out multiple times yesterday it is a holiday week here on fsr and we will be here the entire week including today in that right brady lavar how Isn't
1: we feel yeah, yeah. It's, yeah.
3: A, it's a holiday week i'll tell you what though giants <laughs> fans uh they're not going to be able to celebrate much after uh that second half <laughs> So bad. oh it's not good <laughs> I, you know what's funny is the beginning of uh the the pre-game for the monday, monday night football which i'm not going to go off on a tangent but like Steve Young's out there making fun of Daniel Jones doing his warm-up routine. Yeah, I
2: saw that. Yeah.
3: Hey, uh, Steve, have you been living under a rock for the past two decades? And how many other quarterbacks do what is Tom House's warm-up? Like, I, I just when I was watching, I was thinking like myself, you must try to be entertaining. Otherwise, you're that aloof that you have no idea what all these quarterbacks are being taught now and been doing. For the past two decades. Hmm. Like, you must be living in the 90s right now <laughs> if you're Steve Young and you haven't seen Jeez. that. And by the way, someone else during their come on, man, second, calling it the Pac-10, if that gives you any idea of how ESPN feels about the Pac-12, Whew. the conference has called. I'm just saying. Oh, my like, God. They keep rolling out these broadcasts, and it's just getting lazier and sloppy at times. And, and, and I
2: don't get it.
1: Like, like, like I the I don't Game get of Thrones.
2: It. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yeah, the final season. Jeez. Yeah, uh, it's uh now, now the uh the Daniel Jones stuff it's where he's walking around with his palms up. He's got his yes. hands up, almost like uh he's under arrest. Yeah. Uh, and, and so what, Tom what house, is he doing?
3: Tom House clapped back. He said, "Look, go walk around your house like that for 7 minutes." What he's doing is he's basically uh bringing blood flow to his shoulders. He's trying to warm up his shoulders to prepare them for throwing and, and get everything activated and everything warmed up. It's been something that Tom House has done for a long time with pitchers, and now he's doing it with quarterbacks, and he's been incredibly successful. You name it, he's worked with them. Oh, in fact, if, if we're going to watch the uh, Monday Night Football game and watch them bloviate about how many touchdown <laughs> passes Tom Brady has, oh, you might as well go and say, well, who does Tom Brady work with now? Oh, it, it'd be Tom House. Yeah, basically since his Private quarterback coach died. He's been working with them now for the better part of uh, well, more than a decade, uh, maybe about a decade and a half now wow. since that occurred. So it's just you know you get so tired of watching this stuff. Going, <laughs> are they trying to be entertaining or are they trying to actually talk about football? And hey, hey, hey Steve, go go look at like what's out there and maybe explain <laughs> to the viewers what he's doing instead of making fun of the guy when you're the one who looks man. like a clown. That's a, man, that's oh, a great
1: point. I mean, he I is did. busting on a gold gold jacket, but he's a I golden it. domer. I so, I mean, I mean, it's all I right don't, with I it. don't give a crap. You got a gold jacket, blue jacket.
3: Who gives a crap? Yeah, I, at the end of the day, you, you don't wear a gold jacket in broadcasting. Yeah, that's that, true. That doesn't exclude you from doing your job. That's who I don't hire. care what you did <laughs> in your yeah. career. If you don't know how to get on TV and tell the viewer what's happening or do something in an entertaining way, get out, man. I don't care what you did. Plan.
2: Brady quit, everybody. Brady. That's Brady what I'm talking about talking about. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm talking about. Oh, brother came in yeah. strong on Tuesday.
2: Good job. yeah, God, I bitch. can't wait for
1: Monday yeah. Football to be over yet. Strong on. About. I don't even watch the pregame show.
2: No, I don't you didn't even listen to them. I don't em. even know why I had it on, to be I don't, honest I don't with you, yeah. watch them. I, don't, em, I don't, <laughs> don't listen to them.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know, but it was an interesting game, and I hate that, you know, we started off, well, I don't want to say we. Whenever there's a prop bet involved, I, I get really excited when <laughs> something starts going my way. And when they scored really quickly, I was like, "Okay, here we go. I'm gonna get my double digits in the first quarter." And I didn't. Yeah, that's all right. It, it happened eventually, you, though. Man.
3: I did our prop bets, and then I did a prop bet they did last night, and I'm like, ah, I can't remember what I picked.
1: <laughs> I could. That was <laughs> the only one I really on. could remember. Honestly, was the two point, the uh, two two convert uh, two possession amount of points. I said first quarter, man. I uh, mean, are, I close. Are, are
2: we convinced after a win over the Giants, which I think everybody pretty much expected because the Giants are a disaster, that's a whole nother conversation, uh, are, are we convinced uh, Tampa Bay is still uh, possibly the team to beat in the NFC based on what we saw last night? I'll say uh, no.
1: I'm going to say, say Green no. Green Bay? No, You know what? I still think Green Bay is up there, but I almost feel like... I don't know. It just changes from week to week. Like yeah. I feel like I'm conflicted between Green Bay and Arizona right now. That's my conflict. But I, th- I, I don't feel horrible about Green Bay. They played a strong. Uh, uh, they played a divisional rival. Those games are always those types of games. So I'm not. I didn't lose faith in and looking at the way Green Bay looks playing against Minnesota. So I still think that that's a quality game and that's a quality win for Minnesota. So it doesn't take too much away but I just you know when is Kyler Murray going to get back out there and that's like kind of like the difference for me yeah that, that seems like it's dragged on a little bit longer than I think some people expect it well that but. meant it was a high ankle sprain and it wasn't a low ankle sprain and that's you know I don't know if it was ever you know the details of it had been released but you usually can come back literally from a low ankle sprain you could come back from a low ankle sprain the next day it's sore but you can you can get through it High ankle sprains, they're just way more complicated just in the way that that weight bearing on on that part of your leg, uh, it just takes longer for it to heal for for whatever reason. I'm not medical. I don't want to get into all that. But high ankle sprains generally take longer for you to return from.
2: Yeah, I I just I, Arizona seems like uh, I mean they're they're winning games without Kyler Murray, but I, you know obviously you are going to need him to make a run down the the stretch. Aaron Rodgers is dealing with the toe issue. It feels like Tampa. He's called Rex Ryan. Uh, yeah, well, I mean geez, I mean that that toe stimulation uh, therapy. By the, by the way, Rex yeah. and uh, Robert Sala they make spoke. Up? Yeah, they talked, and uh, Rex came away. He was blown away by uh, Robert Sala. All, all yeah. he wanted to do apparently, was help Robert. Apparently, he was wearing flip flops, um, but. <laughs> Uh, uh, the, whole, the, the, the whole thing, when you look at the Stupid. NFC right now, it does feel like it took one weekend, and here that we are again. Yeah. <laughs> it, it feels like it took one weekend, <laughs> and I don't know if this is overreaction, but here we are again. It's like, all right, so we're just going to end up with possibly the Bucks and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl again, Brady Quinn. We're just going to run this thing back. Hey, I don't get we a we problem saw. with that, man. I'm i got no problems,
3: no qualms, all right? I mean, you got studs on each one of those teams. you got arguably – the greatest of all time and maybe one of the best quarterbacks right now. I'm not sure I'm ready to continue to give Mahomes that greatest right now title. Uh, I think Rodgers might fall into that category uh, a little ahead of him. But you, you got that going for you. You got great defensive players um, on both sides of the ball, some studs. So, I, hey, run that thing back. I, I know last year it, it was, I don't want to say a, a blowout. It wasn't a blowout. You felt like Tampa Bay had control because of the offensive line situation with the Chiefs. Even though this offensive line isn't where it needs to be, it's still better than what it was last year than the Super Bowl. So I'd love to see a little bit more of an even-matched um, you know, game between those two. Uh, so, hell, run it back, man. Either that or, or the, the Green Bay Packers. I think that's the other team you'd have to throw in from the NFC that's playing its best. But the interesting thing when you're like, talking about that right now, you know, outside of Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and the NFC side, the AFC, you can make the cases wide open, wide open, yeah. Yeah. wide open. Yeah, and that's why when I, when you want to make the case and say that, I'll just say, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. I'm done. Like I, mm-hmm. I just I trust them more than anyone else to be able to get those wins and figure it out. Now that, that might not happen, but I trust them based on recent history.
1: They just been winning way uglier than than what I you know I don't know what. And again, maybe this is the fan so of watching football side three. of it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I just come to to see them dominate on the offensive side of the ball. And it's just not happening. They're not getting out on teams like we've come to know. And that's I'm probably guilty of of not coming with an analytical eye more more from a man, I want to see Kansas City do what Kansas City does. And and we just haven't seen them do it. I mean, you think about this last game they had with Dallas I mean, Dak, you're being paid as a franchise quarterback. You're pegged as a franchise quarterback. You're going up against a guy guy in Mahomes who is a bona fide franchise quarterback. You're going up against arguably the best team in the AFC. Do better than that. That that's the team. Dallas
2: is the team I come away this weekend going that I had high hopes for that I come away going it's like fools goal. Oh man. Like, are we are we doing
1: this again? Nine, like, nine points is disheartening, especially when you get a spirited, you know a spirited effort by your defense. Your defense has been considered to be your weakest link. Your defense held they held up. if you hold a team, and Brady, you could attest to this, in in the meeting room, your coach will say this immediately. Especially the defensive coach hold them under 20 guys give our offense a chance to win that's what yeah. they'll say yeah. hold this team under 20 we can win the game if you told me hold the Kansas City chiefs to under 20 should win we should win yeah and that's that's the problem I have with Dallas right now today you can't hold a team like Kansas City under 20. Huh. And not have enough offense to beat them, and think you have a good offense.
3: I mean, I don't think Dallas is a Super Bowl team. I mean, like Dallas has been saying they're a Super Bowl team since the nineties. Yeah, but you us I mean, to be real.
2: You were saying on Friday that that was a Super Bowl preview, the uh, Chiefs and Cowboys. That's what you were no, saying on Friday. I believe was, that was you that said that. That was pretty uh, sure not, that was
3: you. Was it? And you were the one that maybe <laughs> picked Dallas to go to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> I did did I really? Yeah, well, I why are you asking know. me? when yeah, We could just go back I, and check the tape. Well,
2: listen, yeah, but I don't think we we go you the archives go back that far. Well, because the problem is too. Was,
3: you've never made a, a you know a bet that you know you haven't paid up on or said anything out <laughs> taking out of before, context I, I was taking yeah, a, the tony yeah.
2: romo stuff i was taking it out of context i don't it, know what you're referring to yeah, by, by the way if tony romo gets 10 million dollars
1: a year i'm getting a sex change take and, it out of
2: context and before you get your sex <laughs> change and we go
1: to our break i'm throwing the colts in there the oh, colts no. have got to be considered a serious threat I'm throwing the Colts in there.
3: I just, I keep picturing Carson Wentz throwing a left-handed interception at the goal line again. I just, I, it's, it's too scarring.
1: I, I just, I get it. This,
3: it's like Murphy's Law, you know? <laughs> you you got to trust
1: your gut on that one. But I'm just saying, I felt like Roberto. I felt like the my the, dude. the col- Roberto. We, we want to forget oh the shit, dude. That's the point. And, and I, it got right in my throat <laughs> when he said it. <laughs> it got right in my throat. And, and
2: plus, you're on your triple shot right now. Uh, it's and, a double. And, and, I couldn't find the triple. Uh, They're all out. It's got that creamy. It's a, cream, it's a little creamy there. Just wanted oh, to point geez. that out. I'm just saying. <laughs> no I'm just saying. That's oh, what no. it, it looks a little bit like that. Too for that, me. Right? Hey, by the way. I think um, you
1: guys are the biggest a-holes uh, b- ever. Before
2: man. we get to break, um,. And we do have to wait to see how long the suspension for Tom Brady is going to be after he went cleats first on this run last night. You know, we do need to make sure uh, we we find out how long the suspension
3: is. First off, you're jealous because you could never look that athletic at his age in your life.
2: I wouldn't try and take somebody's uh, ankles out like that. He went cleats first. He pulled the old Ty Cobb. I mean, that's at least Here's
3: all I'm going to say about that. As a quarterback who hated sliding feet first, here's the reason behind it even though you get the protection where no one can hit you, blah, blah. Guys still do. And the the hard part about that is when you go down feet first and no one talks about this, what's exposed? Your entire upper half of your body. It's the last thing to be able to get low to get underneath anyone trying to hit you. And when a defender is running up to hit you, usually if there's contact, it accidentally happens to be to the upper half, head or neck area. So the entire purpose – of why they let quarterbacks slide is negated by the fact that your most exposed part is your upper body. Mm. So I have no problem with him doing that because he's putting his cleats up or feet up to block anyone who could potentially be coming in to take his head off. He already hurdled a guy on his way to the first down. So, how about them apples, Jonas?
2: Yeah, well, uh, so Brady, honest, did, Steve, you, did you
1: hear Jonas's sound effects for yeah, your, your explanation? Steve, just Steve
2: Young wouldn't have gone cleats first like that. I know that. He would have taken it on head on. He, he's not trying to take out anybody's career, not trying to end careers here like Tom Brady. That's a two-game suspension. We'll see you in a couple weeks, pal, later on. That's how it works should be punished to the full extent of the law, Tom Brady. I thought about giving you sound effects you for your explanation. <laughs> this is why, this is why people hate you. Well, is, think, mean, this you is why people hate you. Unbelievable, man.
1: You're going to sit there and sound uh, effect Brady, and then that is your re- rebuttal? What? I like, mean, two like, games to oh
2: Okay, I mean, Christine I'll reduce it to a game.
3: Like yeah. Yeah, That just came to you, one. Yeah.
2: Well, I just, just mm-hmm. want to point that out. Steve Young wouldn't. If we're talking about a great Tampa Bay buck quarterbacks. Well, he Young probably wouldn't have
3: slid at all. He would have kept running the end.
2: <laughs> that is true. But he wouldn't have Especially held his, his hands Tampa up. Especially during his
1: Tampa Bay career. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't have held his hands up, though. That's a bad luck. I didn't before even know he played for Tampa Bay. Steve Young? Yeah, yeah. Dude, That was where he first played. didn't even know that. Old Creamsicles. Didn't Bro, you know you if
3: you go back through and look at some of the Hall of Famers and how their career started. It would have been so different.
1: None of them in today's. There's like so, there's like a handful of them that were like us, Brady. It's the weirdest thing. Like every Hall of Famer came from like a small place. When, well, it when wasn't was that? A, I mean, he came, un- from BYU. Un- BYU. he un- came from BYU. They were came from BYU. that was that's rolling. A, that's a small place, though. They might have no, been rolling, but BYU small.
3: Well, the, the points more this. Like Brett Favre was in Atlanta before he was in Green Bay, mm-hmm. right? Like Steve Young was in Tampa. They were awful. It, before he we went to San Francisco, go, go back to
2: when they, they were in down. high school. But, but, like, they, but they were given chances to actually. Work yeah, they were given chances to make
3: mistakes, yeah. go through some stuff, like Warren Moon, and, and sit and learn, and, and then become better. Oh,
2: Warren Moon's a great example. He was. War, a, Warren, no. <laughs> do you think you think Warren Moon would be given a chance today in today's NFL like he was back then? No chance because it, it would be either you
1: give him a year and a half. Well, we're not seeing enough, and we got to move on from him. Or he yeah, w- but he'd probably get more of a chance right out the gate these days than what he would have back then, just based off I don't of, know,
3: dude. I was going to say yeah. the
1: opposite. I yeah. just,
3: like, think if you're Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning set the interception record his rookie year. Like, he would have been – everyone would have been saying, oh, he's oh, over, God. we need to look for 100%. another quarterback. I mean, think about that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I agree with that. Well, but listen like is because he's a Manning? Yeah. Through 30 interceptions. 100%. Because he's a Manning. That so, would be 100%. So he would have gotten an extra you – know, Absolutely. slack. Yeah, maybe. I mean – Eli didn't want to go J- to
3: Jameis Winston led the league in passing through over 30 touchdowns, but he threw 30 interceptions yeah. and became a
1: backup. Yeah. And I think was, about the was shown the door. Yeah, in a Manning.
2: And, and what did what did what did, uh, did Jameis Winston get like two million a year from the Saints? I think like he went I from starting quarterback, uh, five thousand yards or whatever it was, and then he was making uh, two million a year in a backup. So it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. But if you try and eat your hands, you know that's what happens. Well,
3: uh, I, I think that was more to
2: blame, to be honest. Yeah, with you. I agree. Yeah. Uh, it's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. Lamar Ayton, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox <laughs> will be here. Uh, brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people. Some Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. All right, so coming up next, uh, somebody is a little pissed off in the NFL and they're having a hard time not showing it. You will hear from them next here on FSR.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: it's two pros and a cup of joe here fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn That's Jonas that O-Q
1: fight music right here there. on
2: fsr uh we are going to hear uh coming up momentarily uh from a quarterback who is uh he, he doesn't show he doesn't hide his emotions very well uh, he is obviously irritated frustrated pissed off Ooh, brady uh and well no uh, not uh, brady. steve young yeah not, oh, but oh. the one thing about brady is once he gets it off his chest he's good he's good yeah yeah i'm good yeah He's yeah, I just, fine. I, get,
3: I get frustrated by it. You know, you only get – I guess I'll put it this way. It's a rare opportunity to have the chance to speak to an audience about the game of football, which I love. Very true. And so I don't take it lightly. And when you go out there and you're either you know, doing something and you're not prepared, it, it bothers me. It bothered me that he would t- he would act like that. When we've seen, by the way, on Monday Night Football alone – We've seen countless quarterbacks do that. And so, to me, it was more of a like, hey, let's take a shot to make fun of Daniel Jones as opposed to saying, like, here's what he's doing, right? Or he could have said for the audience out there who thinks this looks goofy, here's what he's doing. Right. But, I mean, come on, man. It just – they need to put Steve Young on,
1: come on, man, next week. And, by the way, Brady does literally watch – I mean, I'm doing the the call and Brady's texting me like, hey, man, look, and I wanted to use it so bad it just didn't present itself again. But I'm like, man... They're like, so what does turbo mean? I'm like, "Uh, you know, quickly get to the run, it looked like, because they were running downhill every time he did it. I looked down at my phone on break. Brady's like, well, turbo means that the quarterback wants the ball right now, immediately. (laughs) He's going to snap the ball. Okay, trash. Can it? Can it means throw that play in the trash. We're not using it. I was like, oh, S. I was like, man, I'm going to sound smart, and I never got the opportunity. I I was like, that was when I realized how quickly game calls move. You lose opportunities sometimes times and then i might have crowbarred it but i'm sitting there like man q is sending me notes during the game man yeah i thought that was pretty cool well, about
2: my bro man yeah, well, no doubt well i mean it's stuff that i gave him mm, like that was right. so like he was, like, it. It was just because on the all
3: 22s yeah. i'm not sure if you know this lavar you yeah. get sound yeah, yeah. So you get the sound on the all 22 oh, and, I, well, and, and I didn't
1: hear a peep oh, out of. Oh, I, I didn't hear a peep out of jonas oh, you do too? Oh, okay. i saw no text messages coming from jonas like all right look here buddy all right, here's here's what you got to do here because I messed up a few early on. So just just super funny, right? Early on, I was messing up names while I was doing the call, and it was like, all right, I got, I know the names. I've practiced the names of warrior. Right. Like I've practiced these names. I messed up Teller. I call I call Wyatt. Uh, I call Wyatt like Watt. Right? But here's what happens. I've never tried this before. Never auditioned. Never done anything. But I look over, and I see Gus Johnson, and I hear Gus Johnson. And it's like the dopest voice in, like, play calls. It's like one of the dopest voices you'll ever hear. And I'm standing next to him. And I got caught up. (laughs) I got caught up in the air listening to his voice and almost forgot that I had to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so
3: just – I'll put it
1: this way. Because
3: here's here's when – you haven't called a game before – you're managing so much that people at home don't know. Mm. You've got a producer in your ear. Mm-hmm. You're watching the game, but you're also trying to listen to the guy standing next to you. And, oh, by the way, you've been in that booth now with Gus. People don't realize there's a guy named Scotty who's in the booth with him. I, I assume Scotty traveled with him, who's yep. a spotter. Yeah. So they, the, the spotter communicates with the play-by-play by signals, so, it honestly sometimes looks like an air traffic controller who's bringing a plane in yeah. the gate. There's like all these signals in the sign language, and it's, it's kind of there's a lot of commotion. Yeah. And so, it's kind of distracting amongst everything else while you're trying to pay attention to the game, what he's saying, and then what the producer's saying in your ear. So, you've got all these moving parts. And so, the, like, even though you could practice a name or whatever else, in that instance, what you, what you want to do is you're saying to yourself, I got 10 seconds or I've got to say something impactful. Yeah. And then you've got to realize, too, like, oh, I've got to go back and, like, phonetically say this name, how it's supposed to be pronounced. It is not easy to do. It's
1: not easy. It is
3: not easy. People don't realize that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you
2: know what? TV star now, but that's the most important uh, thing. Relax. TV.
1: I'm just saying that, like, that's the most important relax. thing. TV star. Well, uh Ever but, since I've been with you guys, all these people want to work with me. It's kind of oh, crazy. Oh, it's,
2: it's the opposite for me. I can't get work anywhere. Nobody wants well, it because they're me.
1: looking for me and Brady.
2: Exactly. You know. That's uh. the point. Like, uh, uh, this uh, is the uh, problem. You know, I went to a
3: bar the other night. Some guy offered me drugs. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, do I look like a guy who wants <laughs> <laughs> drugs? I was like, what the hell? And he, and he didn't know who it was. He was pretty drunk, but I was like. Get away from me, man! <laughs> oh, man. The you hell? want to get some of these pills? <laughs> I was like, "Yeah."
1: What? Since I've been working with you guys, people have been off <laughs> drugs.
3: That's what happened to me. What, 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 <laughs> which, this one
1: right here uh, takes you to the Matrix,
2: which is code for Brady to have any cash on him. So oh, that's why yeah, he went. Oh, all right right, 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 right. Hey, <laughs> FYI, I think he told me he takes Apple Pay by the <laughs> oh, way. Really oh, oh yeah, wow. yeah, me. Uh, yeah. All right, it is. Uh, we are brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back You've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com/slash match. Limitations apply. All right, it's coming up 15 minutes from now. It pays to be a fan of one NFL team. Find out if that team is yours uh, here on FSR. all right, so, LaVar, you mentioned you were on the call for the uh, Browns-Lions game. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield didn't have all that hot of a performance. And mm-hmm. uh, he's been dealing with some injuries. And then there were reports that he walked away, didn't do any uh, post It feels like they lost
3: and they won. I know. Right.
2: It, it's it, the weirdest it, thing, doesn't it? It, it, it is. And uh, yet yeah, here we are. Baker Mayfield uh, finally did talk with the media on Monday. And uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and break this down after we hear from the Browns quarterback.
0: You look frustrated coming off the field yesterday. Is that why we didn't hear from you?
4: Uh, yeah, I was frustrated uh, among other things. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I'm not, I've never dodged any questions or hid away from that. So um, it's not about that, just frustrated, removed emotions and uh, all that from it. Just decided it was best to, to wait.
0: I think that's what surprised us all Baker is that you pride yourself on, on being that guy and being accountable and stepping forward and
4: not one part of that's not being accountable. I'd be the first to tell you I played like so. But it's not about accountable, and I don't owe you guys any of that. I owe that to my teammates, and I talk to them, so that's what matters.
0: You know, you talk so much about winning, and I know how important that is to you. Is it a mixed message at all that you walk straight off without celebrating on the field after the game? Um,
4: I mean, to, to our guys, no. To you guys, uh, maybe. It depends on how you want to take it. You're going to write your stories regardless. I mean, my guys know that – All I care about is winning, but I'm going to be frustrated if if I do stuff to um, make it harder on us and I did yesterday and that's just flat out where it was, but I'm never going to take winning for granted. That's something that's very hard to do in this league Um, and it's hadn't been a a very common thing around here for a long time. So uh, I'm just frustrated with how I played and that's that's how I've always been. They they know I'm going to come back and attack this week and that's how I've always been.
2: Baker, what did you make of, of some of the booing there in the second half from the fans?
4: Those are probably the same fans that won't be quiet while we're on offense and trying to operate, so don't really care.
2: <laughs> I love it. He's got a red ass. He's got a red ass. He's banged up. He's not playing well. Uh, it's a big year, maybe uh, contractually for him. And that's what and, it is. I mean, <laughs> he, let's be clear. He's busy, he
1: man. He wanted that contract coming into this season. All yeah. right? We all know that he wanted the contract. Every every time you, you get – one game down, you're one game removed from making the case of why you should get a, an extension, even though you still have time left on your contract. And and he didn't play. He didn't play well. At, at, really he didn't play at a very high level. What he did do was gut through and power through the pain of what he's dealing with physically. And he made some really timely plays, uh, even with you know the the bum heel and and just the soreness that he's dealing with but the throws were were short they were low they were inaccurate uh he threw an interception that was you know it it was a bad throw he just he just didn't play well in the passing game and I, and i think the frustrating part for him is you get a win against a a, a, a team that can't win games and it was not in a, an oppressive fashion in, in interviewing him during the week, the one thing that he made very clear in his interview was I want to be at 80% completion percentage. And I want to have it I want to have more explosive plays. Like going into the game, that was his main focus. And I'll pass this off to you, Brady. You tell me even regardless of the, the contract situation, if a quarterback is looking to to find his rhythm and find those explosive plays and get that high completion percentage, you're going to want to do it against a team that can't win games. Right. I mean, I'm
3: sure every quarterback's thinking that going into playing the Lions right now, right? Um, especially the way they've looked on tape, what they've given up. Uh, everyone's looking their chops, saying, I want to be 80% completion percentage, I want to create explosive plays, have big games. Uh, The the Lions are well aware of that too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like they're well aware of trying to limit the amount of big plays that they're given and and, and improve on defense. So this is the NFL. It's not college where, you know, he's probably looking back at some of the program and and saying, we're going to lay a big number on Kansas here. Right. I I just, I, I think this is more the, what I see at least from him is he wanted the contract You know they're a six and five football team. They got to win. It feels like they lost for whatever reason, and he's frustrated because of how he's feeling physically. I mean, he's banged up. Mm -hmm. He's hurting everywhere. Non-throwing shoulder, throwing shoulder. He had you know some what is it ribs. He had an ankle. There's all this different stuff going on right now, and he's not getting any credit for it. Like Baker Mayfield, through really, when you think about how he came on to Texas Tech. He had a phenomenal freshman year. Was the Big 12 newcomer of the year. Um, We can get into how he was a walk on, whatever else, and whether that that was legit. But I digress. He goes to Oklahoma. He ends up helping them win a Big 12 championship. Comes back the next year. You know, wins the Heisman. They they go to have a shot to play for a national championship. Like he's done. He's got nothing. He comes in his rookie year. He sets the touchdown record for rookies. You know, rookie quarterbacks. I mean, he's done nothing but kind of re- receive praise for the most part. And even though there was a step back in his second year, and we're kind of to this point now, you know, he hasn't really received a lot of criticism much in his career. And I think at a point in time in which the Browns are turned around from where they were, they are, we have to admit, they're a much better football team 100%. than before he got there. Yeah. And so not only are they a better team, but they're winning and he's playing through a lot of stuff. And no one's giving him credit for it. So I, I think that's the frustrating part is, on the outside, everyone's asking the question, is he worth the franchise You know, quarterback money? And on the inside, he's like, dude, I'm just doing my best to get on the field every Sunday. And you guys can't even appreciate that. Like, you guys can't even appreciate, like, like we're playing a team that was where we were, what, four years ago? Yeah. When they didn't wear, win a game or won one game? He's like, we are so far removed from that, and yet you can't even appreciate a win when I'm out here struggling to just stay on the field and stay healthy at this point. Like, I'm doing this for our team. And so I think that's the frustrating part is, Mm. you know, how he's been able to fight through stuff, but he's not receiving any credit for it. That's the reality of the NFL. Like I do a segment with Pete Prisco every week. He picks out a bad offensive lineman who had a bad week, bad game. He picked on Quentin Nelson last week. Or two weeks ago, excuse me now. And I said to him, I said, you know, they won the game. And he's like, yeah, but he didn't play well. I go, he's got an ankle that needs surgery he's trying to play through. Yeah. He goes, doesn't matter. He's in there playing. That's in a nutshell the perception of every media member out there and every fan out there who doesn't understand what players are going through at this point in time in the season. And it's frustrating. I, I was a part of a bad team in KC dealing with a bunch of different injuries. And I was just trying to get through the end of the season – as bad as we were as a team and as bad as it was going, but I didn't want to go on IR. I easily could have went on IR. I got my shoulder looked at and operated on. I had some stuff done. I, I chose not to. But like, that's what people don't understand is going on behind the scenes many times at this point in time in the season.
2: And, and also, I'm not saying this is only because of Baker Mayfield, because they have gotten better roster-wise elsewhere, but look, it, it's it's I don't think it's any coincidence that this organization turned around when Baker Mayfield became the starting quarterback. We can say whatever we want about, it. well, he's a game manager, he's not worth a big contract. All I know is, when they opened up a bunch of Bud Light fridges around the country because the Browns finally won a game, it was because Baker Mayfield came in and bailed him out. So he, that's probably also him saying, look, I remember what it was like when I... I got here it was awful it was it was a complete train wreck I I've seen what has happened we were a playoff team a year ago we won a playoff game a year ago and I'm gutting through all these injuries and he's frustrated and, and he's yeah. probably tired of hearing the noise from from a lot of people out there and he absolutely does read and listen and hear everything based, right. on, based uh, well, on and his
3: that, and, that, and that's where I would just say this about him he has shown maturity where the old Baker probably would have went answered questions and snapped at a few reporters and, and grabbed
2: his crotch afterwards he probably sure done that. And, and, and maybe done that yeah. right or, or you know like um, on that video you
3: sent yeah or, yeah. or the, the lugs
2: one you uh, sent we were invading uh, the, the police
3: uh, but uh, in, in all seriousness like uh, uh, there is some maturity uh, uh, in him not going there <laughs> but on the flip side then you see like this part of it where he still gets triggered by them and it's like dude they got to do their job too just just like play chess, not checkers, be one step above and ahead of them. you don't need to get so emotional about their questions and what they say you know it it, it doesn't need to be personal because it's not like help bring them into what you 're dealing with and the, like the human side of things, and not have to put up these walls around it so like even though he, he he's still showing some growth and maturity it's like. It's just still there, man. Like, he's just still trying to, like, grow into that, being more mature with how he handles the media.
1: I will say he's a likable dude, though, when you meet him. I, I didn't I, – I don't – I try to stay away from personal feelings on players just because we have to talk about them every well, day. Oh, I've met him and
3: talked to him, trust yeah. me. I, I, like, I'm just saying how he how he acts towards anyone who's interviewing who's a part of the media, regardless of intimate or not, there's also that side that you're not seeing. But he, yeah. he's a good yeah, dude. Yeah,
1: It's just – I don't invest too much into it one way or the other, but it's, you know, like if you've talked to somebody like, like when I, when I met Earl, Earl Thomas, I was like, I don't like him. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't like this dude. (laughs) And, and, and that was, you know, there's certain people you'll meet and you will be like, oh, he's likable. There's certain dudes that you, you meet and it's like, you know, I don't like him at all. And you know baker came across as a likable dude and that was something that pre- previous to that happening for me i just didn't you know have a like a like for him but you know that was just a personal moment that's all
2: it's uh two pros and a cup of joe here fox sports radio i like you guys i know that uh, mm-hmm. it's lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox coming up next uh, it pays to be a fan of one nfl team find out if you are a fan of that team and you're going to get paid that's next here on fsr It's two pros and a cup of joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now. uh, Things have gone from bad to worse for one person in the NFL. Uh, You will hear who that is uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Again, a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. Uh, Right now, it is time for something we do every single morning here at this time, and it's called this.
0: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it.
2: And we turn it over to the great Lee DeLapp, our executive producer, to find out what the hell is going on. Lee,
4: you guys, in case you missed it, the Colts traveled to Buffalo this weekend and put a whooping on on the Bills. 41 to 15. Well, those weren't the only Bills being dished out. Jim Ursay was given out. Autographed $100 bills to the Bills fan sitting in front of his suite. (laughs) That'd be a nice little... you know, a little, little consolation prize for getting your butt
2: whooped. By the way, that's how rich he is. He could literally just hand out $100 bills to the opposing fans. you don't have to
1: be how rich you are to hand out $100 bills. I, Man, I was, the uh,
3: guy who was offering me drugs looked a lot like Jim Ironson. Yeah, there you go. He said, hey.
1: <laughs> and that explains it. You know,
2: Brady's like, where's your inventory? He's like, it's in the trash yeah. bag in my backseat. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, well, listen, I mean. Uh, how do you know about all
1: them details, Jonas? Well, that's what, you know story from back in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, all you know, right. One of those stories. You saw, you saw it somewhere. Yeah, you know, oh, just okay. happened to see it somewhere oh,
2: um, okay. oh, and, and it was uh, former uh, so Lee was saying it was former Fox Sports radio host uh, Jeffrey Gorman who was handing out uh, <laughs> the money for, uh, for Jim Mercer that's right good old Jeffrey oh man
1: I love Jeffrey Gorman he's a good dude I mean you know Stands, fans, or or in the <laughs> night spot, and you know there's there's stages and poles. Just it, saying, you know, so, I mean, yeah, saying, you know take
2: your choice. It's it just it, it's so great. Like you're the Bills, you're probably thinking to yourselves, "All right, we're back on track. Let's go." And then Indy comes in there, whoops that ass, and there's some and the, bills, and their, for and you owners, bills And their owners, their owners, autographing hundred dollar <laughs> bills, nannied it out, and they were probably happy. It, it's almost like when Levar autographed the Nerf football I bought last week. Yeah, in how about studio. that? Did you like that? <laughs> Levar literally autographed the Nerf. football <laughs> we brought it
0: <laughs>
2: Merry
1: Christmas. There yeah. you go. Yeah. What else you I never did leave. anything for you.
4: You guys in case you in case you missed it, the USFL is getting rebooted next yes! year, spring yeah! Yeah! 2022, courtesy of Fox Sports and they're they're going to be bringing back all the old team names, all the old team cities. The only change there are the Breakers who were in Boston they're going to be in New Orleans, but we got, you know, the Panthers. Wait.
3: Did they have a Columbus team? Columbus, Ohio? Uh, well, we back have, in the day, did they? I yeah, wasn't the the destroyers? Yeah, they
2: had an, they had an LA team. Well, let's you know, let's go live to our yeah. USFL insider, Edmund Garcia. For I the know, latest. I did know, you?
3: I know way too much about that league. They did not have a team in Columbus. Mm. Uh,
1: what, what am I thinking of? But the, oh, maybe it was the Columbus Glory. That might be like a different. Maybe it's like Arena League because I know we had like the Pittsburgh Molars.
3: The Maulers were USFL. They're coming back. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. see that's what, what I'm saying? Cursed, Shut,
2: up. <laughs> <Levar almost cursed.
1: laughs> Shut up, Lamar. Almost cursed. Shut up. You know how excited that just made me. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought that was an indoor team. No, no, that way they played at Three Rivers. Uh, Eddie, wow. what is it? What is
2: it with your uh, love of the USFL? It, it,
1: it just
3: it came on at the right time in my childhood, and I just couldn't get enough of it when it
2: was around oh, wow they had good Pittsburgh players man yeah. wow. <laughs> the ohio
3: glory was a world league of american football and it later rolled into nfl europe
2: huh wow I think I Jerry Jones had a quote about the uh, Ohio glory at, at one point. I think, well, I, I think he did.
3: Let me tell you something. Based on their history, they weren't very good. They were a 1-9 football team for one year back in 1992. So that's 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 about wow. what I remember, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Listen, mm-hmm. nobody's perfect.
2: Um, look, I'm into the USFL. And, and I know, uh, Eddie, uh, so you're going to be traveling, right, to go see some USFL games because they're all going to be in one location? They're, all, they're yeah. playing
3: all of them in Birmingham at the uh, stadium where uh, UAB is uh, – just got a, a new stadium built. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I was. Come
4: on, Eddie. I might, Come on, if, Eddie. If, if
3: they play like multiple games in a day, I'll, I, I would probably oh, go. Why not?
4: I, yeah. I think that's the plan, Eddie. Yeah. I think that's the plan. <laughs> Let's yeah. do it, man. There we, will be some neutral site games too, by the way.
2: Yeah, in Birmingham. I think uh, all, all the games are in Birmingham. Oh. At, at uh, Jonas's favorite stadium, Legion Field. Oh, the biggest dump. Legion Field. Worst stadium I've ever been to in my life. I thought they redid it. Uh, listen, you can't you can't put lipstick on a turd. I'll oh, tell you that right you, now. Well, you, you could, yeah, no, you, you can't. You absolutely you can't. Could. Well, only if you it's dried out. I'm telling you right now, man. Uh, it is uh, that that place is a hellhole, just an absolute dump. From when I was there. I mean, I,
3: I, I've seen you in a Super before, Jonas. That's kind of the same thing.
2: Well, right? well, you know, I think that's insulting. You know, I think that's insu- <laughs> <laughs> that's insulting. I've got one suit, and let me tell you something. That one suit has carried me on for a long time. It's gotten me through many occasions. Hmm. You name it, TV. Uh, weddings, funerals, uh, quinceanetas. You have
3: two suits. You have two. I have one. You have, you have that suit and your birthday suit. That's which, right. You're just a classy
2: guy, folks. I'm there he saying. is. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the face of Big Noon Kickoff, Wendy's, Peloton, EAS, and nothing but a class act through and through.
0: I want some glory. Hope. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.